Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, black and white sports supporters, we're going to talk about the Denver Broncos. As you guys know, the Denver Broncos are in a total downward spiral, as we say on this channel, a dumpster fire rolling downhill on a tire fire right now. It's getting ugly in Denver. The fire cell is on. They restructured Frank Clark's contract so they could try to move him. They did move Randy Gregory. And Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are either on the block, expected to be on the block, shipped out of town somewhere if Sean Payton gets his way. I'm sure if he really got his way, he would love to ship Russell Wilson out of town. Yikes, that contract. So the Broncos are 1-5. in And yesterday we did this video where, of course, a viral moment, and you can watch the video to see the full video, but... Steve Smith, legendary NFL wide receiver, smashed Jerry Judy into a thousand pieces over the fact that he's just an average receiver. Okay, the, I guess the uh, thought process out there is either Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are both number ones or one of the two is a number one. And I think people are starting to realize maybe both of them are actually like number threes. Yikes. I mean, I was looking at some of the targeting percentages and things like that, and I was like, Jerry Judy's in the running to go help the Patriots? Help the Patriots do what? His statistics are not very good. All right, so let's see. that. Probably better than anything they got, maybe. I don't know. Let's look at this. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and ask him, should they trade for you, I will say no. Don't trade for Jerry Judy. I mean, you will never, generally speaking, ever hear an ex-player scorch another player, especially at the same position. And there seems to be sort of a fraternity that the wide receivers in the NFL, ex and current, both tend to have for each other. They're all in this one group. I mean, Michael Irvin loves every receiver he's ever seen in his life. Well, we thought that was scorching. Then we had Mark Schlereth. Of course, he's a Broncos legend. Three-time Super Bowl winner. Also played with the Skins. You know, one of Mike Shanahan, the legendary Mike Shanahan, one of his favorites. And Schlereth has been a part of Fox Sports for a long time. And he's also on a radio show. Well, Mark Schlereth, who is an old-school guy, hard work, grinded out, and Schlereth makes some serious comments about Jerry Judy. Now, 
we all know Russell Wilson's sort of a scrambling quarterback, and what happens with scrambling quarterbacks is when they start scrambling, the receivers go into what's called a scrambling drill, right? And then the receivers try to work themselves back towards their running quarterback to try to get open so he can throw them the ball. And Mark Schlereth blasts Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and was just like, no, they both suck. They both suck, and he basically just comes right out and says, Jerry Judy is a lazy bitch on the field. And that is a scorching review. Like he says, if, you, if he says he's trotting, that's an insult to somebody out on the field trotting around instead of running to try to get away from man coverage. In other words, he's lazy. Let's listen to this take, guys. But I do want to get into this audio from Mark Schlereth, you guys, because he really laid into Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Take a listen. The effort from our starting wide receivers. Shame on Jerry Judy for even thinking he can utter the name of Rod Smith in his tweets. Shame on you. Because you don't, you're not a professional. You are not a professional and you don't know what effort is. Your quarterback's under duress. You're locked up. Somebody locks you up in man coverage on an underneath route and you are... To call it trotting would be an insult to trotting. You just quit. You gave up, said, well, the ball's not coming to me. Hey, you know, you're a lantern holder. Shining a light on Russ. Hey, Russ, you're under duress. I hope it works out for you because I'm not going to do anything to bail your ass out. Good luck with that. Oh, a sack. (laughs) Weird. Cortland Sutton not coming back to the ball. Neither of those two guys would play for me. I would cut both of those guys. They would not play. Jerry Judy would not be on my team. Jerry Judy couldn't play on the teams I played on if his life depended on it. He's not tough enough. He's not focused enough. He's not good enough. He's not anything enough. He could not play on our teams. Mike Shanahan would cut him tomorrow. Literally no redeeming qualities for Jerry Judy, and Cortland Sutton didn't escape his raft either. He basically called them both unprofessional and lazy. And, and that they're hanging their quarterback out the dry out there. Good God. And there's teams all over the league that, that are looking at these two guys as potential number ones for their team. Nah, not according to, uh, not according in Jerry Judy's case to Steve Smith or Mark Schlereth. That's not a good sign. Cortland Sutton doesn't sound much better. I wouldn't have him on my team. You can have him. And that's the reason the Broncos stink. That's the reason the Broncos stink. Wow. Wow. I mean, I hate to say that something almost sounds hopeless, but you got to wonder if Sean Payton, a Super Bowl winning coach, got in there and said, damn, I thought these guys were better than this. This whole team's a dumpster fire. And now we kind of are starting to realize why. Because, you know, a few weeks ago, I was like, when that when that fire started burning around these two guys getting traded, I'm like, why would they get rid of these weapons? And then you start digging in, you start watching a little tape, yada, 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 and you're like, because, you know, you see them on Red Zone, you see them on a Broncos game like the other night. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you're like, good, man, these guys don't seem like number one ride receivers. And then you start doing a little more research and digging in. You're like, shit, they're not, they don't come across as being number ones. And when I watch them, I get more of a number three feel, right, out of these guys. A number three. And that's not what teams are looking for, number threes. So as if the Broncos situation isn't, isn't, or, doesn't seem like it could get weirder. How about the fact that the controlling owner has been replaced? Now, really and truly, this doesn't change much because Greg Penner has been running this show on behalf of Rob Walton anyway, but that the title has changed. Okay, and everything just seems to be in flux with the Broncos right now. Like, an organization that felt like one of the more stable organizations in the league for a long, long time is starting to feel like it's a dumpster fire in the same way that the Arizona Cardinals and the, and the Cleveland Browns, the Jets, have seemed like dumpster fires for a long time. And if, if, if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm a little worried. I want, you know, you think Sean Payton comes in, things are going to settle down. And it's been chaos, complete chaos. The Walton Penner Group, and this is Florio, the Walton Penner Group purchased the Broncos. At the time, Walmart uh, heirs Rob Walton became the, quote, controlling owner. Now Walton's son-in-law, Greg Penner, has acquired that title. Penner, who essentially has been running the team from the moment of the sale close, becomes the one person in charge of the team. Okay, so Rob Walton is not in charge of the team. It is Greg Penner. The NFL insists on each league having a single controlling owner. Who will be the person to cast votes on league matters? Every year, the person must designate one person who would take over in the event that the controlling owner becomes deceased or incapacitated. Rob Walton initially owned 34% of the team. Penner owned 30%. Carrie Walton, Rob's daughter, and Greg's spouse own 30%. So really and truly, as long as they're married, they own 60% of the team themselves. Three limited partners, Melanie Hobson, Lewis Hamilton, and Condoleezza Rice, hold a total of 6%. Wow. As part of the shift, four children of Carrie Walton and Greg Penner have received a portion of Rob Walton's equity in the team. The move shouldn't change things for the Broncos. If anything, Penner's status as controlling owner better reflects the manner in which the team has operated. Rob Walton has taken a backseat to Penner from the get-go. Yeah, but here's here's what's going to change things or could. Rob Walton made headlines upon buying the team for becoming the richest of all NFL controlling owners by far at nearly $70 billion. Penner's net worth, and this is interesting, is not easily discovered. 
it seems to be much, much lower than $70 billion. And we know they gave a shitload of money to Sean Payton. You know, there's been a thought process out there. Some people have said, well, what if Payton only wins two games or even just wins one game all season? Would they fire Sean Payton that quick? I said, no, no. And even though, from a financial standpoint, the Waltons could eat that, all right? And it would be like couch cushion kind of money, all right? They would just eat it. They'd eat his salary, and they'd be like, we're going to get a different guy. We've got to remember Jim Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryans were the first two choices, which that in itself seems odd when you got Sean Payton, who's the one of the three that won the Super Bowl. D'Amico Ryans looks pretty damn good right now, and if I was a team, I mean, I'm going to call Jim Harbaugh every day of the week and twice on Sunday without a doubt. Uh, but you have to wonder, it seems like Penner's been running the show, like nothing will change. But will he be the one that really has to weigh the financials of, of all the different moves? You know? So I think this whole thing is a reclamation project now. And Russell Wilson, I, I, I think he's gone after the season. Somehow, some way, uh, I think he's off this team. And I think they'll just eat his salary if they can't find somebody that would trade for him. I don't know why or who that would be. Frankly, I don't know that Russell Wilson lasts three more games. And then he may be put on the bench. So, I don't know. this Because he may want to tank. Sean Payton may want to tank. He may have an eye on Drake May, Caleb Wood. Williams, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, any of those guys that are, are considered big-time talent, but you've got to get in the top three or four. You're going to have to get in the top three to get one of the two best guys, probably the top two. So we'll have to see. Mark Schlereth, and Schlereth has never been shy. He's a very old-school guy, a blue-collar guy. They called him Stink, right, because I think he used to piss his pants on the field while they were in the huddle and while they were working themselves down the field. And somebody once famously, what's that smell? And he was like, well, I pissed my pants, you know, or something like that, I can remember. But his nickname is Stink. He's a really good media guy now, actually. He's, he goes on Cowherd's show all the time. Tell me what you think. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.